Welcome to this episode of PSMCOR. Always changing our reality where understanding is not optional. We've said that for some time now, and I hope that you're gathering it, that everything is put together in pieces, for we all know in part to change our reality, we need to pick up as many pieces as we can. And with those pieces, we begin to allow our spirit, our inner man, to filter the things that we've picked up to see exactly in our mind's eye our purpose. You say it's not that important or it's not that serious to involve these things. Well, look at your life and look around you. If these things are not applicable or if these things are not need worthy or important, you can just set them to the side, but don't judge the journey. Keep them available for your tool bag because there are a lot of conditions going on in the world today. Different races, different ethnicities, different religions, different cultures, different ideologies, different political parties, different genders, different understanding of these all listed above. And how could you just keep your one outlook or reality and be content? And I use that word lightly because it's to be comfortable as to sit back with your arm folded and assume that you figured it out. Well, let me share some things with you. The kingdom of God is at hand. And the call is still for you to repent. Repentance is not the comparing yourselves among yourselves. For in doing so, you're not wise. Repentance is more than just a mere conviction or guilt for something that you did or did not do or have been accused of. Repentance is a place where God changes your mind, where that inner man has cried out and begins to cry out, where God gives attention to it where God gives his ear where God looks for it is godly sorrow sorrow toward God that leads you to this place so we'll title or group this one as repentance repentance the act of of repenting to repent a lot of different organizations cultures religious and secular ideologists no matter what side of the spectrum you're from and I know what side I'm from and if you follow me enough you know somewhat of my view and not to say that it's a topic or say that it's 
superior to anyone else's. But just to say that it's been cultivated over the years. And for people to say, I need you to repent. And they ask that of you. As if they're the voice of God. I want you to understand something. The cry to repentance comes from within. It comes from your understanding of God. Therefore, the voice that is calling you or giving you that opportunity or setting the stage for you to walk that road to repentance is a voice that will align with what your spirit is already hungry after. For blessed are they that hunger and thirst after what's right, righteousness, for they shall be filled. And that hunger and that thirst comes from different experiences, different encounters, different aspects of life that you've been through or have been allowed to not only go through or partake of, but to gain something from it about yourself. So when that voice calls and said, repent, your spirit has already been looking and because you're hungry for it, you'll find where those that are the salt of the earth are creating that thirst for a spiritual awakening in your life, for godly sorrow. For no man comes except the spirit of the father draws him. So God does the drawing and it is the spirit of God for God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit first and in truth. Everything else is just a byproduct. So you must worship God in your spirit for it is your spirit that makes its way back to God for all souls are mine, saith the Lord. And what is it that gives that soul life other than the spirit of God? As he breathed into Adam and he became a living soul as on the day of Pentecost when it was fully come there came from heaven the sound as of a brushing mighty wind as he told Nicodemus for the wind blows where it lists so is everyone that is born of the spirit for it is the spirit of God that engages with that hidden treasure that the scripture tells you he's hidden treasure in the earthen vessels and that is the calling to repentance. For many are called, people say called to go work, called to be in the ministry, called for this, that, or the third, as far as what man has appointed. But the call is actually to come back. The call is a call to repentance, to turn around. The call that people are ignoring for many are called but it's their understanding it's their limited reality their limited perspective on life that completes that verse for many are called but few are chosen because we must worship him again in spirit and in truth and I see so many people today fighting these spiritual battles and these spiritual endeavors these spiritual wars with their secular mind, with their carnal mind, with their fleshly mind, with the mind that they were born with, with no change. 
And change is visible, I guess, to everyone by your utilization of your spiritual weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So you can't be carnally minded because if you're carnally minded, you're at war with God because you're still in conflict. You have not found your place of repentance for it is godly sorrow that leads you. And if it's godly sorrow, I'll tell you how I know it's a spirit. For it says, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father shall send in my name, shall lead and guide you into all truth. So you must worship him in spirit and in truth. And truth is gained, my children and my friends, my brothers, my sisters, my colleagues, whoever you are. By studying to show yourself, by recognizing within oneself the need for better and greater understanding of God. So you telling me that you can't get right or be right or know God unless you understand? No, each part of your experience with God will only lead you into another for God is everlasting. God is eternal. God is not complete as we call completeness. God is only complete because he's without ending or without beginning. He covers all. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent and he's omnipotent because of these characteristics. They're past finding out. So you're never complete. So you study to show yourself approved as you recognize again the things that you hunger after. Because once you've tasted and seen, oh, my goodness, that the Lord, he is good. Just as in this fleshly body. One sandwich, one burger, one fry is not enough. You have to eat more on a daily basis. So you have to, because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So you study to show yourself approved unto God. Because you're already working in that vineyard, because you heeded the call on that path to repentance. That needeth not be ashamed. Shame comes when there's disconnect and separation from God and you. Shame comes when you are separated or communication between you and God. And that's a plight and a problem that so many people find themselves in today. They've checked their worthiness or their opportunity or their chances of as we call it, being right with God by some of the things that they've done or their history or their past or things that people have told them or, again, their understanding, their reality, COR, changing our reality. Just as when they were fishing and they had caught nothing, he said, will you try or did you try or cast your nets on the other side? Sometimes you have to change. You have to change because you're now a workman that needeth not be ashamed. There's no need to ever be ashamed. And it took Brother Paul a long time to recognize that as pride was his battle and his struggle as he was struck down on the road to Damascus. And the question of the Lord was to him was, it is hard for you to get, why are you persecuting me by not yielding? I have a message and I have a work for you. Why aren't you yielding? Why are you kicking against the thing that you know you need to do? It's hard for you, and I'm sick of seeing you go through, for it is hard for you to kick against the pricks, the prick of your heart. And it took him a while and some struggles to go through till he finally wrote back to the Romans, and he said, for I am not ashamed. Look at your life today. 
Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when that wind blows, when that spirit moves, when the times of refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord. Be encouraged, but be inspired today. Motivation is something the flesh looks for. Inspiration is something that you can only recognize when it pulls and tugs at your heart. In response, repentance for godly sorrow leads you to repentance. And remember this as I cut this segment because I want to be brief. People this day, doesn't ha- they don't have a lot of time. They don't have a lot of attention span. So hopefully someone will be touched and it will reach to someone. But remember that for no man come except the spirit of the father draws them, except God draws them. So if you're struggling, remember you're struggling against God. You're not struggling against your purpose, your calling or anything else. You're struggling against what God is desiring to redeem you from. And that redemption only comes through turning around, repenting spiritually, changing your spiritual mind by engulfing it in God. For you, if if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then are you my disciple indeed. And then you shall ask what you will and it will be done unto you of my father, which is in heaven. You want to be a disciple. You want to be one that makes it into the vineyard to work. Repent, repent. I didn't say go write your name on a roster. I didn't say go learn a new doctrine and leave where you are. You can repent and pray God leads you right where you are and allow God to lead you in whatever situation you find yourself in. Don't you go start moving furniture. Allow God to move it. For man looketh upon the outward and God looks upon the heart. It is God that worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It's not coming from you anyway. Don't go shuffle things around and make temporary changes to appear unto man, but allow God to operate from the inside so your light can shine. And when that light wants to shine, you allow it to shine. Let your light so shine before men. Why? They'll see your good works and they'll get thirsty and hungry for it, for you are the salt of the earth, that they'll see your light. Let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven and that is where they'll have their opportunity to respond to the call of the spirit preachers pastors teachers evangelists apostles whoever you are whatever you call yourself get back to the real truth for he that went of souls is wise not he that deceived them not fill seats in your church your mosque, your temple, your synagogue, or whatever you call it. You all run around here and want to be a part of this group and that group, this name and that name, this tribe and that tribe. Understand this language and that language. God is not impressed with any of that. God is not convinced by any of that. For the ways, for there appears For there is a way that seemeth right unto man, and the end thereof are the ways of death. And we know that death is only the reward, or you get in due recompense of your labor, for the wages of sin is death. 
So the way that seems right may not be the way that you're going. So allow God to move in your life and get more familiar with your most important weapon, which is the sword of the spirit, the word of God. In Jesus name. Welcome back. You see, as we continue on our journey to changing our reality, one of the modes, one of the moods, one of the paths of repentance is to recognize and acknowledge. Recognize, meaning you see it both with your spiritual eye and your natural eye. And you acknowledge through your words, because that comes from your heart, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. For confession is made with the mouth. That's you recognizing and acknowledging the things that God has allowed you to see. See, he came to set the path, the crooked paths straight. He came to give light to those who were in darkness. You do have waves and waves and, and multitudes of people and whatever else you call them, whatever else it is that they may be. Multitudes that it is a true statement that the Lord spoke in John at, that was written in John. He said that men preferred or rathered or loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. So you would recognize and acknowledge certain things in the night for your physical man, your natural man, but also in silence and in the secluded places or the hidden places of your heart. There is darkness for the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And who can know it did not tell us that we couldn't know it. But it said, who could? And there's your answer. For man looketh on the outward, but God upon the heart. Your guide through this journey is the one that illuminates. Not talking of this foolish sect calling themselves the Illuminati or the enlightened ones to whatever degree they call themselves enlightened. And I'm not challenging and I'm not disregarding. I'm just saying that this is about God and this is about his desire for you. It said it is the father's desire to give you the kingdom. He came seeking to save you. So when the light is illuminated in your life that you could recognize enough to acknowledge it is then your responsibility to allow the will to engage. For thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that comes through a spiritual motion. That comes through a spiritual engagement. That comes through a spiritual leadership and direction. Now the spirit now guides and leads 
the steps of that natural man. You say, why are you saying this or why is this important? Because throughout life, we've allowed those that go before us and even in our own lives, we've made ourselves the judge of spiritual things, even from a carnal point of view, even from our own intellect or understanding at times when all along it was God's to show you and then after he has guided you into this truth you can then acknowledge that the truth points to the one the Lamb of God slain before the foundations of the world why because Adam sinned Adam broke communication with God through disobedience. And with that disobedience, he is no longer the starting point. Because there was one before him, before the world was even founded. And that is where the spiritual guide leads you to the truth. And our Lord said, I am the way, the truth and the life. To get back to what Adam lost, you must go through the truth. And that truth you recognize and acknowledge will always be your own truth. For in him we move, we live, we have our being because there is nothing hidden from him. So when he turns on the light, and gives us that grace to see it, the mercy to embrace through our acknowledgement, our recognizing and our embracing our will now is subject to his kingdom because we have come to a point of repentance. Because all sin is against, toward God. Sin separates you from God. Through the disobedience of one, we're all made guilty, just so through the obedience of one all can be and are made righteous because of his sacrifice you say well I don't believe in that that's your choice but you know what you experience in your hidden corners that a deliverer is something that each and every one of us seek after it's just that we got caught up in the I don't know the the games the merry-go-round of pronunciation, enunciation, etymology, uh, usage, language, not realizing that language and everything I just spoke of has man's imprint upon it. And I just ask of you, isn't it harder not to believe? What is it that caused you not to believe other than someone else's life or someone else's understanding or something someone else gave to you? 
but from your own place have you ever cried out and needed help even with all the resources that you may have or all the contacts and networks or advantages you may have in what we call this life have you ever been to a place where you were honest with yourself and said there has to be a God or has your belief been attacked because nothing you've tried or put together or any role that you've partaken has shown you what you suppose should be that life again remember that was given to you as well the promises that we have is he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly recognizing who you are and where you are acknowledging your role that you played in it embracing the one that said come unto me all that labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest allowing the words that he speak to now change your understanding because of those things that I just told you or shared with you I don't want to say told shared with you because it was shared with me now you may find as it is that proverbial breath of fresh air or the strength to go one more day or if you were drowning that life raft and now you can gather yourself again to strike again and you feel a little stronger if you found yourself giving up because of what you call failure or what you call the point of no return ask yourself this question right now who told you that if you say it's a feeling or someone told you that anything but you declaring that God himself and you say you've never heard him audibly and I've never heard him audibly if you haven't heard him tell you remember God is greater than our hearts and know all things he knows that his grace is sufficient will you accept it so all I have to do is just say these words and no you've lived this life there are no abracadabras no magic potions no spells no list of do's and don'ts but when your will is conformed to the will of God you know it and that's what matter that you are persuaded it doesn't matter what you can prove it matters what you're persuaded of before the just shall live by faith and not by sight. Have you ever had something wrong with your body, a sickness, or you've known someone? You've heard a testimony before. It might not have done anything in you what has happened to someone else in their life and they give glory to what they call God. And they even name it. But it was real to them. And if you yourself will be honest, that's meaning all the cards are on the table. The rubber has met the road. It's no more shade. Everything is in the light. You would have a testimony to share as well. 
from one point or another. Everything hasn't been bad. But sometimes we need to just stop, take a pause, and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Repentance for godly sorrow leads you to repentance. And if you get there, remember, it was the Spirit of God that drew you. And it was the comforter that guided you. You say, Greg, how how could you put all that together and tell me these things? Comfort is always needed when you're going through these storms of life. When you face these challenges that are insurmountable or unsurmountable or whatever that word may be. Bigger than you are. But that little hope that you have inside of you helps you overcome it. Why? Because if you have faith as of a grain of a mustard seed, you will say unto this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and it will be done. So what's facing you today? What's facing you? No, we're not building a new closet for you to go put things in. We're not building another dresser for you to put things in. We're not giving you an off ramp to say you need to stop here and get off here. But we're asking you to change right where you are. Ask God to give you that guidance that you need. Ask God we take a pause because just the thought puts me in a a place where I have to kind of validate some things and we shall continue on on part three this will all be one broadcast but we'll continue on on part three as we get into some of the experiences some of the actual principles life principles some of the alerts, some of the things that I can give you that would help you look for and open your eyes to what's right in front of you. For he said, I stand at your heart door and knock. If any man hears my voice and open up, I'll come into him and I'll sup with him and he with me. He said, I will. I will. When you ask God of anything in this world, you want to hear him say, I will. And I want you to know this is a point where he said, I will. Come into him and I'll sup with him. And he'll have the opportunity to sup with me. Sure promise. Repentance. For the mercies of God are new every morning and if they're mercy they're for you alright we'll stop there